Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to The Syndicate, a film and TV podcast. Be a part of the conversation as industry insiders, genre lovers, and cinephiles dare to peek beyond the curtains of imagination and dive into the art of cinema. Join us as we want you to spend less time scrolling and more time watching. Now here's your host, Armand Haddad. Hector, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you're here and we meet again, Hector, because we're talking about Idiocracy from 2006. And thank you for having me, Armand, with my IQ of 200. I think I'm ready to talk about this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I hope uh, your big brain can be encased in this podcast with my smooth brain. But anyways, (laughs) we're, (laughs) we're talking about Idiocracy. This was my suggestion to you. Because we were like, okay, let's do a podcast. You're pitching me all these movies. And I was like, no, I'm not feeling it. But what I am feeling, because of everything that's been going on lately, I was like, I think it's time to revisit Idiocracy. I'd never seen this before you suggested it. you never seen this? No, I'd never seen it. So my history with it, if I can go over this, was... please. So back in like junior year of college, I had just discovered Reddit. And, like, our videos suggested the opening scene of Videocracy to watch, right? Yes. And then for and then in the comments, people were talking, were starting to get into, like, eugenics level of co- talking. Because they're like, yeah, you should have a test before you become, like, a parent. And, like, you need an intelligence test and, like, make sure you're good. And then someone's like, isn't that eugenics? And the rest <laughs> of the thread just stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just simply think you should have a breeding license if you're going to be a part of this society that we're in. There, I just encapsulated Reddit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I was that scene in the beginning of the film popped in my mind when I suggested this to you. I was like, that scene just popped up, and I was like, I think it's time to talk about this film, and I forgot about the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, this movie in particular, because this came out in 2006, and I watched it some years later because it kind of bombed in the box office. It didn't was, get a wide release. No. It was critically of all the... not, a, not praised. It was, it, it was a bomb in all regards. So they dumped it on Comedy Central. And then that's where me, along with all my friends, watched it, uh, along with, like, Half-Baked and, like, other movies that didn't perform very well in the box office, office space as well. Um, they're all dumped on Comedy Central, and that's where we saw it on TV. Wait, did Office Space? I thought Office Space was successful. It wasn't? No. 
Oh. Most of Mike Judge's, the director, most of his films don't do very well. His Even TV though he has. Do, funny enough. His, yes, his TV, yes, he was Butthead King of the Hill. Those are like gold. But like his films, for some reason, even though they have a cult following, like we all we all know the lines, we all know the the scenes. Just the average Joe doesn't want to watch it. They're like, oh, "Fuck this movie!" Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're insulting like, me. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> like, but my point was like watching it when I was, I don't know, eighteen, seventeen. And then revisiting this film, watching films when you were younger and then watching them when you're older, I'm like, oh, like the scenes that I remembered that are really good, they're still good, but like I forgot about the rest of the film. And yeah. I'm like, this didn't age very well. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not funny. <laughs> like some of it was, but other parts were like, why are you focusing on this for so much? Yeah, like yeah. the jokes, like they're funny, and then it's like they stay too long on them, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this. Like, there's comedic timing for a reason, and it's also funny if it's like you're staying on it too long, where then it becomes funny. But like this film doesn't do that. It's like, oh, we're we're still on this, we're still talking about this, and like some of it, some of the lines, I'm like, ooh, yeah, I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, I think that's the most R words per minute I've been, I've seen in a movie, I think, ever. So, like, didn't know they could fit it that well. Like R words, like F the, words. I'm not, I'm not saying fuck. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it that one's which we'll, we'll get into. We'll yeah, get into that. yeah, it's just so funny. Also, SpongeBob's in the movie. He is. Yes. Yeah. He was like the. The computer narrator? voice, Tom Kenny. Yeah, no, he was the comp- every time there was a computer voice, like oh yes, yeah, yes. that was Tom Kenny. So I was like, is that Tom Kenny? And then this was after King of the Hill, right? So like it, or like during King of the Hill, right? Uh, it was during. Yeah, that tracks. They probably knew each other. So by that time, SpongeBob was the biggest thing on TV. So yeah, he's he's a he's a funny guy. He's he's done a lot of voice work. And things that you wouldn't suspect him to be in. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know that guy. But anyways, back to the film. Like, this film is like a paradox. Because, like, a lot of it aged like fine wine. But most of it aged as milk. Like, overall, the film is an interesting film to talk about. And I want to get off the fence too early. But I don't know if I would recommend this to other people, you know? I would recommend it to... Hmm. If I recommend it to someone, I'm going to be there with them to see their reactions, because that's all I want them to watch it for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what the reaction is going to be. They're going to turn to you and be like, Hector, this movie's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, they'll be on board in the beginning, and then once the movie starts happening, they'll be like, what the hell are we watching right now? And unless you're a, a sadistic person, <laughs> unless the joke is an audience of one, it yeah, I, I do that a lot. <laughs> oh my god! But when, um, I pick movies for my podcast. I knew no one else would like just to get the reactions. No, I. <laughs> well, you did it for this podcast too. You're like, let's watch Drive Angry. I'm like, 
okay, it has Amber Heard in it, it's Nicolas Cage. And then I watched it, and I'm like, what is this pile of crap? <laughs> in my defense. And you're nah, laughing. It. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, I lost that defense as I started laughing, yeah. There was a scene, and then we'll get back into Idiocracy. There was a scene where Nick Cage was having sex <laughs> yeah. while also in a gun battle at the same time. I was like, what the fuck is this, Hector? What did you make me watch? I feel like this was your getting revenge back at me for the for that, though, with at least, like, some scenes. Well, like, I, I almost paused at one point. I'm like, I need a five-minute break. Well, you messaged me after, I guess, or maybe during you were watching this movie, and you were like, this is the best and worst movie you could have suggested to me. And I said, now you know how it feels. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a friend who's been, like, really anti-intellectual lately, and it's just, it, I felt seen with this movie. So you were much. seen and you were heard. I was seen and I was not Amber heard. <laughs> no, I was hurt. No. Yeah, you, you were you were Joe in this situation. I was definitely the Joe. So let's get into it, Hector. We talked about it. We talked about a reaction. Let's talk about the film proper now. So Idiocracy. Would you like to explain it? Or would yes. you like me to explain it? I can. I, we can both do it. I can try and explain it. And okay. If I lull. So, Idiocracy stars a guy named, aptly named, uh, Joe, Joe Bowers. <laughs> but mainly just Joe. He is there with this, he is a army librarian who doesn't like to do shit. And then he's like, you are the most average person in the entire current you." armed forces we are going to have you do an experiment where we freeze you for a year in hibernation and he does it and then his the 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 funniest joke in the movie was like the guy in charge of the operation he had to befriend a a pimp yeah because they had to uh so joe was like the most average person in the entire armed forces, so they froze him. So then they need a female counterpart. They're like, well, we need someone that's not going to be missed, not going to ask questions about. So they're like, okay, a street prostitute. Go on. So this colonel has to befriend a pimp <laughs> and make deals, but also just mainly befriends him just to, like, get her on the project. Her name's Rita on the project. But and the, the problem name is upgrade. upgrade with like three D's and a Y in the <laughs> middle. No, it's two D's because it's like a double dose of pimping or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, you know, it's a very interesting subculture. <laughs> and then, right, they were forgotten because it was so secret. And then he got arrested for helping the pimp out. Had his own... Uh, prostitution ring. He had like grills oh, in his yeah. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was gold. And uh, but they get forgotten about for like five hundred, five thousand or five hundred years. So five hundred years, five hundred years. And uh, they're in the world's overpopulated now. Everyone's stupider because the more smart people were meant to do were used to do stuff like solve hair loss and you know by. <laughs> Make a better Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the beginning of the film, even like before the whole Joe plot, 
our onboarding to this world is like, okay, in a world where smart people are delaying having children, and it shows like this one couple that's, you know, very smart, educated, and they're like, oh, it's not the right time to have kids, they're delaying it, and then that's contrasted with like uh, a bunch of rednecks breeding like uh, rabbits, and they're having like a whole bunch of kids, and like the husband's cheating on his wife with like this other girl, and then he has kids with her, and it's like his tree is like exponentially growing and then the smart family ends up not even having any kids because uh, he's shooting blanks i think hank and dale from king of the hill their names were in that family tree according <laughs> to imdb i'll tell you what, what? <laughs> hello this is hank hill and i'm telling you what you need to listen to alex jones <laughs> what the hell is that uh, mike judge <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like an AI for a second, and no, I was like, no, no that, that was Mike Judge. That's really good. I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you piece of shit. You fucking goddamn so, fucker. Listen, fuckhead. You- okay, I'll stop. <laughs> okay, the Alex Jones memes are gold. <laughs> so, yeah, Hank Hill. <laughs> Was in that family tree. Yeah. Maybe Alex Jones, too. <laughs> They're both from Texas, so you never yeah. know. And so they wake, so he wakes up and he goes to a doctor because he's like, oh, I think I'm hallucinating everything. Because, like, he was in a giant trash pile and then, like, one can that can be recycled. Yes. Is in, makes him crash through a lawyer's house. And the reason I say lawyer's because we'll get back to that. It was a great garbage avalanche of 2055, 55, something like that. Yeah. It was just like Wally. Yeah, but the difference is Wally knew what he was doing. So. <laughs> yeah, this was like, but I don't know. You have to put the garbage somewhere. You know, it's funny. Wally got into the Criterion Collection. I think Idiocracy should too. All I'm going to say is Idiocracy walked so Wally could run. <laughs> And oh we'll yeah, there are some. Why. There are some similar. Oh, it's yeah. just, it's this, it's an extremely similar More, story. Yeah, where humanity gets to this point of like degradation, but like it's two different avenues of how to tell that story. And Idiocracy took the low road, <laughs> while Wally took the high road. <laughs> yeah, you you know a movie's not high class when. One of the funniest jokes is about a TV show called Kicking the Balls. And it's <laughs> Ow My Balls. No, Ow My Balls, thank you. And then the highest grossing film of that time is simply called Ass. ass. <laughs> it's just an, a, this guy's ass the whole time for Would 90 minutes. Would not be surprised if that was, uh, uh, what's his, what's the guy who made this? Uh, Mike Judge's ass. Would not surprise me. <laughs> I think it's someone's ass. I forget who, but like they didn't tell him like what the context was. They're like, we just need to, <laughs> I just need to film your ass for like about five minutes. <laughs> They're like, why? Trust me. <laughs> so this is the future in which uh, Joe and Rita wake up to. Like, it's like our world, as if corporations took control of everything. Like Taco Bell has like their own bank and supermarket. Costco is like a university. Don't forget that Carl's Jr. could take away your kid if you couldn't feed them Carl's Jr. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. 
I get paid every time I say it. So. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's it's an interesting look at the dystopian future because like we always see the dystopian future as like oh it's like government run amok or like in Robocop where it's like the military industrial complex and consumerism are kind of like interwined with this it's like people have gotten so dumb they're like buildings are falling down so they put like ropes to keep the buildings from falling down to other buildings and it's like it's it's scary because it's like you don't want humanity to devolve we want to evolve yeah and like we become like like a, a prisoner of our own world because like everyone's stupid so like we crash into this lawyer's house and like he's watching tv he's watching ow my balls on his uh lazy boy chair which is also a toilet Toilet. (laughs) (laughs) he's like hey man shut up you're making me miss my show and that's how everyone talks as the film put it it's like a combination of like hillbilly valley girl and like did they use the r word no, no, he, they used th- that. I didn't like that joke. Cause it was like inner city, you know? Oh I think, yes. And I was like, is this Ebonics. calling out like, yeah, I'm like, no, that, that one felt <laughs> a little like, uh, <laughs> that was like my first weird ick in the it's movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> and like when Joe, Joe, an average guy, uh, of 2006, simply him talking, uh, in his normal tone, people took it as him being pompous and being faggy. I was like, whoa! I was like, oh my god. That's an actual quote, everyone. Armand didn't just say a slur for no reason. That's the actual quote. I was like, oh, okay, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering that, because I saw that line, like, did... Is Armand just trying to bust my balls right now, or did he not remember this? <laughs> I want you to say, ow, my balls. <laughs> yeah, um, this, like I said, like, the parts that are good, like we, like the beginning of this film, the onboarding of this film, like, it's like, it's gold. It's great. It's fantastic. And then once you get into the actual story, and it's like, ooh, this comedy, I don't think it aged very well. Because it didn't. Nah, Office Space is still super relatable. This one's oh kind of... It's amazing, Office Space. Yeah. I think this is like that, what do you call it, the sophomore slump? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, what you think Bo was afraid is for uh, what's-his-face. Wait, what? Like what you think Bo was afraid. It... Oh. <laughs> this is Mike Judge's uh, Bo was afraid. Except that wasn't the sophomore slump for uh, Ari Aster. That was his third film. Yeah. Because like, his first film was Hereditary. Then he did Midsummer, which mm-hmm. was both like, oh, my God, these are so good. And then he's like, I'm going to make my own. I'm going to do everything. And it just, in my opinion, missed the mark. And then with, with Mike Judge, it's like office space was so good. Like you like hit the nail on the head because I'm sure he worked in an office and he saw like how soul crushing uh office life can be and it oh, turned yeah. into a film this excellent comedy film and with idiocracy i think he just went a little too far like i could see where like this felt like either a mad tv sketch or an snl sketch that was stretched out to 90 minutes i yeah it, it would really have worked was. as a 5 minute sketch or even a 10 minute sketch 
because like if you were to remove you know the the middle and like kept the bookends of like the beginning and the end it's gold mm-hmm. it's golden everything in the middle the actual movie yeah isn't all that good you know who i think could do a if you're gonna give idiocracy to someone who do a good job i think it if you got the black mirror dude yeah taking it more seriously would but be like, the route to wrinkle in some comedy too like not too dark comedy yeah dark comedy yeah Oh yeah, this would make an excellent Black Mirror episode. If like some dude was like frozen, like cryogenically frozen, kind of like Fry from uh, Futurama, yeah. except he woke up to a future where everyone's stupid instead of smart. Hey, Black Mirror dude, if you're listening, you can have this one for free. Make this movie good. What if he like were to remake Idiocracy? That's what I'm saying. I think he could do it. <laughs> Black Mirror season ten, Idiocracy. Idiocracy. And it's just like one long story. Keep it like Bandersnatch. You pick your own route through. No, oh my god, yeah. It's like Bandersnatch. You get to choose like, oh, which way does it go? Does it go to Costco? Or does it go to Carl's Jr. Big Ass Burger? <laughs> Don't forget Fuddruckers turning to buttfuckers. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite because I used to joke it like – I always had trouble saying the saying that as a kid. Fuddruckers? Yeah, because I'd always try to say, like, Rudfuckers by accident. So, like, I had to be very careful. And I think my friends uh, noticed. They're like, Hector, why are you saying it so slow? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Fuddruckers. <laughs> Basic, yeah. Hey, you want to go to Buttfuckers? <laughs> oh, man, I could use a Starbucks right now. Oh, there's no time to get a hand job. That, that line was so weird. I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Like all the coffee, coffee. places, be- yeah, became like uh, gentlemen's clubs. Wasn't that around the time GTA was doing that hot coffee controversy? Yes, yeah, GTA San Andreas. You're right. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, you're absolutely right. That was such a random joke, and I was like, "Wait, did he play GTA or something?" Because I remember that was around that same time. That's a pretty easy joke to build into the movie. Yes. Oh my god, you're right. I forgot about that. Look at you. You weren't even around when that game came out. Yes, I was. <laughs> Armand, you I'm like four years CJ. younger you than you. You don't know about Big Smoke. I'll take a number five, two number oh, no. elevens, number 12. Anyways, uh, we're, we're off the rails now. Let's get I feel back like it on is every rails. time I get on the episode, we go off the rails real fast. <laughs> Anyways, I want to talk about um, the future in which the film uh, takes place. So, and here's where the meat of the conversation is going to be. So, Joe ends up being the smartest person in the country, if not the world. And, you know, he, being the fish out of water, he, like, gets into trouble. Like, he wants to go to the hospital. He finds out they don't even have water. They have, like, this version of Gatorade that everyone drinks, that they use for everything. And he's like, I just want water. You mean from the toilet? (laughs) So don't forget that half the population is basically working for that company. Right. Brondo. Brondo. Yes. Yeah. And when he was, cause he gets in trouble with the law and like he gets arrested and he has to take like an IQ test cause he needs like a barcode uh, tattooed on him. And they find out he's the smartest guy because he can successfully answer this 
math question. If you have a bucket that holds 10 gallons of water and another bucket that holds five gallons of water, how many buckets do you have? He's like, two? And (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) So then he uh, is transported to the president, President Camacho. It's played by Terry Crews. And President Camacho has been living in my head rent-free ever since watching this movie. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Would you like to unpack President Camacho? Arguably the second smartest man in the country because he knew, (laughs) hey, we need someone smart to solve this problem. I'm not smart enough. Don't forget drinking and don't forget chugging those beers while driving the presidential uh, Harley. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, President Camacho, he's like giving the State of the Union and like all of, it's it's like a god, how do I describe it? Like a Def Jam concerts <laughs> in a way and all the senators are like, "Yeah, man." Like all like standing. <laughs> and let's not forget to quiet him down. He grabs like a rifle and just starts shooting it up in the air to get him <laughs> to shut up. It, it, like that's the most American thing I've ever seen. <laughs> And he wears this giant, like, Flava Flav medallion on him. Like a WWE. Has, like, the crest. I think it's, like, WWE rules. As long as you have the thing on, you're the champion. Because <laughs> the entire cabinet has, like, those big medallions, too, mm-hmm. for each, like, department. Some kid won yeah. it from a sweepstakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so this is the world in which we're in. And in your opinion, like... Does it parallel our world in a way? Because like I have like a couple of reactions to to this film. Yeah, I oh Jesus. You're if I say my full thoughts, you might not let me. I'm fucking I'm going for it. Do so it. I I I don't hide it from anyone. I don't like Trump, especially when he was president. And the fact that some of the people he chose for some of those departments fit a little too closely to this goddamn and I know it's like oh every politician does it Hector I know but like Trump was like as little more egregious than most listen if you want to work for me you just have to say that you love me and give me $10,000 I just need more money um yeah uh, namely the Education Department yes. of Education. Yes, person, wasn't it Conway? Woman? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kellyanne Conway? I think so. That's she right. was, a, I don't know, I think so. She was especially egregious in the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, it felt a little too close to home when that, when it was like, how did you guys get in here? And it's like, oh. Oh, you want a sweepstakes? Oh, nepotism. Don't for, yeah, that one I think was a dig at Bush, considering that was the time period. Yes, I want to, <laughs> I want to talk about that because I forgot 
in which this movie, the time period in which it was made, was 2006, during Bush's administration. And eventually, like, okay, I'm going to get off the fence early. I'm not going to recommend this movie to anybody. You can watch clips on it. You'll have a better time than watching this movie. Because as I was watching this movie, I, I paused it. And I, and I asked myself, should I finish this movie? It was that bad. But I decided to finish it, and I'm glad I did, because at the near the end of the film, Joe becomes like president uh, after Camacho is done being president. And when he's like giving his State of the Union, he's pointing with his thumb to make his points, you know, his exclamation points to his, to his points in his speech. And I was like, oh, my God. He's doing a Bill Clinton. That's what Bill Clinton did. Oh, right. I didn't mean And I was like, oh, my God. This was made in 2006. This was a dig at Bush. Remember when we had a smart president? Yeah. Instead of this idiot president, Camacho, Bush. Hey, remember the good old days of the 90s? No war criminal or less war criminals. Yeah, there's less war criminals. We weren't at war with anybody. Still had the World Trade Center. Oh, Remember when it was good, guys? Yeah, I forgot. I was like, oh my Do God. Do you think those two buildings being held together were supposed to not? It no, been the world. No, 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 no. So you just said it and that made me think like, wait, there were specifically two buildings. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, no. But like, yeah, like watching it now... Like, looking back, I was like, oh, my God. This is a commentary on the whole Bush situation. I was like, holy shit. Because, like, when Trump was elected president, people, that's when this movie became popular again. Because they're like, oh, my God, he's like President Camacho. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Because, like, a lot of the stuff that was aimed at Bush became popular again when Trump was president. American idiots, idiocracy, other stuff. I was like, hold up. Am I the old one in the room that remembers the original intent of all this stuff? Yeah. No, I, 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 I too. That makes sense. Punk's been making a comeback. Punk rock's been making a comeback lately. Interesting, huh? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a cyclical, uh, I'm not, I'm not making any political statements, but it's like things go away and stuff comes back. This film exaggerates a lot of stereotypes to comments at the time, contemporary issues, the Bush administration, uh, other stuff, but it's still relevant today. Do you think it's still relevant today or do you think like this film has turned passe in some regards? I think it's relevant today, but I my how do you say it? My thing is with satire what separates the good from the great is not just like, cause you can get a good satire, like, or a decent satire like this in a way that once in a while is relevant again, mm-hmm. but the good ones predict. So some can predict some weird shit and just kind of be extra relevant and really hold on to longevity. Cause I can see this movie being relevant for like maybe one more, like one more cycle. If we're talking about your cycle thing, <laughs> When the next Republican president is elected, yeah, because I'm sure by the next the second Donald Trump, the, if we're president going by 47. that, lo- if we're going by that logic, I say not to protect myself. Then the second 
Republican president uh, <laughs> happens. President DeSantis. The, oh. <laughs> he completes his Homelander arc. <laughs> he becomes president. <laughs> oh, God. If he has laser beams for eyes, I'm running. I'm, so when I'm, President Homelander is elected president, president. <laughs> uh, we'll see Idiocracy one last time before it goes away. Yes. Because I think... Um, one thing I wish this movie had done, and I know why I didn't do it, but like the trend of like, let I know like people are always idiots and do stuff for attention, but I feel like social media, especially like the new like live streaming, like Twitch and TikTok, have yeah. just exasperated it to How such so? a degree. Okay, so like, what's an example? You ever seen those uh, prank, like when? There was a video of a dude recently I saw on, like, Reddit, right? He took off his shirt. He was in New York. And he starts swinging from the scaffolding, right? Just acting like an idiot. Acting like Spider-Man? Not even like that, but a little. Like, he... uh, And then, like... He just keeps swinging. He sees a mom coming up to him with a baby in a stroller. <clears throat> doesn't even stop. The mom was in the wrong too for not stopping and waiting. But he didn't even stop. And then, like, he kicked the baby in the face. And, like, just shit like this. Or you know about the NPC trend in TikTok, right? What's her name? Pinkie Pie? I don't know who. It's it's a whole Strong thing. Strong woman. Yum, yum, yum. Thank you. Gang, so, gang. Yeah, yeah, gang, gang. Yes, that one. Like, I'm not <laughs> blaming the people who are doing it because they make actual money from this. Like, I totally get them. selling your soul out for the dollar, right? Like, we all do it. We're all it's we're all in this capitalist hellscape together. But, like, the idiots who give money just to get that little reaction are it's it's just so fucking stupid. It is stupid, but at least it's you know it's generating money for the economy. You know, I'm I'm just here for capitalism, bro. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I was actually thinking about that um this morning because like she lives rent free in my head too because like. It's so, I mean, good for her. Like, she's, like, capitalizing on, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like that one lady who sold her gamer girl bathwater. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah, Belle Delphine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's preying on, I don't even know how to describe it, weaponizing. Incompetence. Or weaponizing, like, low IQ. Not low the IQ. The male gaze. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But, like, it's like sex work without the sex. It's like Rita, right? She'd say, yes. I charge 100 bucks an hour. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I hope that was your point the whole time. Yeah, because I, like, I think it was just in a roundabout way. But Because yeah. <laughs> like the character Rita in this film, like she's smarter than everybody because she's an average person from our time period. So in the future, uh, she continues her work as the oldest, the world's oldest profession. She's a prostitute again. But instead of sleeping with her Johns, she can manipulate them by saying like, oh, if you give me money, you know, tomorrow, you just have to come back. Oh, girl, I'll wait for you as long as possible. So then she keeps on like dangling the carrot in front of him and he keeps on giving her money. That's the equivalent of like all of these NPC people. Yeah. Where it's like, I was thinking about her because it's like, I find it, it's jarring, but also... I commend her for being so damn smart. A hundred percent. A hundred percent agree. Like and my like, issue is not with her. It's with some of these people like you have no money or like 
Gen Z? It's not even. I would not be surprised if it's also millennials. It's both. It's Gen both. Gen Z and millennial. And it's like, for me as an adult looking at this, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. For someone younger, like a teenager, looking at some of these girls doing that, they are frying their brain. It's like stimulation overload oh, with yeah. all the colors, all the things popping around. It's like you're frying your brain right now. Well, I'd argue it's also like – It's drugs. It's like I, drugs. It's, it's TikTok too. Like that whole like whole thing of like Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. It's the same thing. It's quick short videos with no wait time. It's just mm-hmm. dopamine – Dopamine overload. Overload. So then it's like why do you want to learn anything, a skill or anything or work hard or read a book because you can just get this stuff. And then you start listening to like people who are – the epitome of the Dunning-Kruger effect who think that, oh, just because I sound confident means I'm smart. Like, yeah, I mean, you and I have a podcast. We do the same thing. But, like, at <laughs> least we're most of the time honest about how we're just – or at least in our, my case, you know, reshoot Amateur's Guide for Good or Film. Listen, everyone, please. <laughs> amateur's in the name. Like, <laughs> God, it's Gooder just infuriating. <laughs> I know people who are falling for this bullshit. Like, oh, if you sound smart, if you say the right thing, you know, the – you can make a bunch of people believe the same idiot shit you do. And it, I, I, this movie worries me because I feel like we are going down this path in a slightly different, like we're going down the same hill in a sense, mm-hmm. but with like a slight tilt of a different direction. Right. Cause like the missing ingredient in this film, because it was made right before, like my space was around during this time, but like, it wasn't big. Like, no, the film was also made before the first iPhone because first iPhone was in 2007. This film came out a year prior, 2006. Oh, right. I feel like if this film came out a few years later, maybe like 2010, 2009, hell, even 2008, you would see social media in this film. And that's the big thing that's missing in Idiocracy mm-hmm. is social media because social media with the iPhone and like smartphones, that changed everything. I feel like... Have you seen Don't Look Up? No, but I heard it's actually good. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, I watched it twice, and I did not like it both. First time was personal, second time was for the podcast. I feel like that's the closest movie I think that I can think off the top of my head that is similar to Idiocracy. Where it's like almost there? Yeah, the issue was... It's about climate change, right? And it's the same thing of like... How to say it with this kind of satire where it's just making fun of people? I feel like if you want them to listen to your message, you can't just make fun of them. You have to give them some good traits too, otherwise they're not going to listen to you at all. Because why do you listen to someone who's just shitting on you all the time? Exactly, because like with climate change, seventy-five percent of people believe it's it's a happening. So it's like you need to convince that minority. Hey, this is actually going on, and you're not going to do so if you're like, if you don't believe in climate change, you're stupid. Yeah, but if you just say you're stupid, why would you listen to someone who just says you're stupid, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I have friends who I've tried to deprogram from a bunch of shit, especially like a third of the people I know don't believe in climate change. But if I just say you're being stupid, they're not going to listen to me, and why would they? And I think that's the issue with this film. It's just you have it's to also give... their first reaction too. It's like. They say, like, oh, you, you think I'm dumb. You think I'm stupid. I'm like, no, I don't. I just think you're not informed. Yeah. 
You just don't know. It's okay to not know things. Yeah. People don't know everything. But you have to learn. And like with this film, with uh, education being thrown by the wayside, and you're like, you have an idiot who is in charge of the Department of Education. Like he looks like, like a Three Stooges character. I think that's the reason that it got popular again with the Trump era. It's just because, like, who he appointed for education. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mom's not really political, but even she was, like, angry at that lady being in charge. Now, it's been a few years since. What was, uh, what was her, what was her thing? I remember, it was something to do Uh, with homeschooling? Yeah, it was homeschooling, but not just that. It was also, like was it dual facts or alternative fact alternative facts oh yeah god yes. that'd be yeah like i said it feels like a uh, this movie that, that movie's my idiocracy is like my worst fear come to life society wise and I, it's scary yeah like, education is so important and what you're edu- because like like I recently did an episode on shiny happy people and you you've seen it too. Mm-hmm. Like education is paramount because like kids are so impressionable. Mm-hmm. And like if you teach them false things or like things that are just twisted just enough they'll go on the rest of their lives believing it. And it's hard to deprogram decades of information. Yeah, that was blatantly wrong. Because mm-hmm, you keep believing it, and then your brain just reinforces that. It, it's your brain makes connections when you learn new things, right? Your synapses, mm-hmm. and then it gets shorter and shorter the connect, like the gap between the connection, because it's just more and more refined, right? That's why it's use it or lose it. And like getting people to get off of that is just so. I have a bachelor's in psychology, everyone. Uh, just getting someone <laughs> to like get off of that. You're right; it's just so hard, and that's what worries me. Because like you know, they're defunding libraries all around the country now, too, right? We don't need to read. I think, was it Texas is turning libraries into, like, punishment centers or something like that? No, they're not. They, look it up. It's <laughs> Look it up. The, there's some state that is turning libraries to punishment centers. Like, I'm hoping it was fake news and I fell for it, but I think it's real. It's real. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we'll always be living in times where it's dangerous information is dangerous it weren't an info war (laughs) um but like it's it's scary because like we can easily see a future like we're only like a couple generations away from idiocracy yeah like don't worry i'm on the climate change will kill us first no, no, no. I saw this <laughs> meme. It was great. It was like, because like, you know, the, Canada's on fire and so is the West Coast. And like someone said like, Can't don't confirm. worry, guys. The the climate change hurricanes will put out the climate change fires. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, can confirm. It's been smoky outside on and off for like two weeks now where I live. And it's Canada's fires, I think, just affecting here in oregon i know it's the same thing in chicago right oh really God. i didn't know about that part yeah it was, it was during the summer and it was when i first heard about it, i was like yeah right and i go outside and i'm like oh it hurts to breathe yeah 
feels like I'm smoking cigarettes, but I'm just breathing. Yeah. And like, it was all foggy. And I was like, listen, and like a lot of my friends agreed with me. I was like, if we're going to have this air quality be shitty, let's have it at least look like Blade Runner 2049. No, I 100% agree. Give me the replicants. So (laughs) I want to talk about like, because like the reason why I even brought this up to you is like this film, I feel was like ahead of its time in some regards. Mm -hmm. 100%. So do you think, so like comparing it, so comparing this fictional future uh, with where we are right now, like where are the parallels like, where do you see parallels happening? Oh, like, one that we just mentioned was lack of education or not caring as much about education. Um, What's that guy? Hustler University? Andrew uh, Tate? Yeah. Good Lord. You don't need to read. That's, yeah. An actual quote, everyone. Armand isn't just... I've done some digging on this dude. He's a fucking idiot. How's he put it? Reading is faggy? He didn't say that. That's the book. That's the, <laughs> that's the film. <laughs> That's the film, right? Uh, what's the other one? Uh, I feel weird about the overpopulation argument in the movie. I don't know. It. The problem is, is it's overpopulated with lower IQ people. Yeah, I. That's I the even problem. Say, I wouldn't. It's even not the say amount it's... of people; it's the amount of stupid people. I'll be honest. I don't really believe in fully in like iq because people can learn right yep it's just being you just have to teach like try to help them them learn the right things at the right age and give them the good tools i don't i think that's one argument this movie got wrong but we'll see other stuff to talk capitalism no yeah fuck corporations 100 percent agree on like that being like because remember like as soon as the Okay, so later on... Charles Jr., big-ass burger. Or Brondo. That was the one, because this is the big movie's biggest example of this. It's what plants crave, Brondo. But the the corporations bought the FDA and the... What was the other one? It was uh, because, like, they're getting pushback, so then they just bought everything. They bought the EPA, the FDA. Exactly. And, you know, we already have lobbying. It's arguably just the next... It's the next step. Step. Wasn't this right after becoming was, the government? Wasn't like was it Citizens United someone where corporations count as people and can lobby? Uh, I believe so. But wasn't like, that Bush yeah. era? Yeah, uh, corporations became people. Yep. Like it's a individual, the corporation. Yep. So oops. Whoopsie. Oops. Yeah. No, that one is a very strong parallel in my opinion because I've you know, climate change isn't wasn't the. I didn't. I was busy working during the Republican debate, so I missed it. But, like, wasn't that, like, a thing about climate change not being man-made? I I didn't watch it, uh, but I heard there was a lot of insult throwing. Yeah. because Trump wasn't there. But the whole thing, though, was also, like, you know, climate change isn't real. Hey, hey, guys, how many of you are being paid for by uh, big oil? Brought to you by mobile. <laughs> And, it, and, and, like, the thing is, like, this film is getting closer to being 20 years old. And yet, there's a lot of it that's pretty relevant still and kind of parallels. Um, but, I mean, I agree with you. Like, education is, like, so important. Um, but also, like, 
reining in corporations because like this is like this is where the dystopian story comes in Mm -hmm. because like they just care about making money at the expense of human life to the point where uh, we have constant dust bowls in this in this future Uh, plants doesn't they don't grow and like I don't know if we explained this, but like they don't use water to water the plants anymore. They use the Brondo, which is Gatorade, which then destroys the, the top layer of yeah. the soil. <laughs> yeah, it salts the top layer, right? Was the exact wording? But it has electrolytes. Yeah, it's what plants crave. It's what plants crave. Yeah, but like, let's try using water. But the Brondo no, no. It's what is plants what plants crave. crave. It's, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? It's what plants crave. <laughs> That was my. That was other that was, than the the beginning and end. That was like my favorite, my favorite scene. Same here. That <laughs> and the uh, Colonel the becoming friends in. with the pimp. That was also like the funniest <laughs> joke in the movie to me. Uh, like you have to really. It's like you're sifting for gold, and it's there. You just have to get through all the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> of like. I mean, I feel for Mike Judge, like, he didn't have a whole lot. He didn't have a big budget for this film. And, like, they cut corners by, like, having all the characters wear this brand new shoe company startup called Crocs. Crocs. Which ended up becoming popular. Which then leaned into the joke that everyone's wearing Crocs. (laughs) And I like how everyone's uh, t-shirts have, like, brand names on them. Wasn't his name Frito, like the company? Yes, Frito. And like there was this other character, Beef Supreme. There's Pendejo, which was really funny. (laughs) Wait, it was Frito. I think it was Frito. Yeah, it was Frito Pendejo, which was like the... I I had to pause to laugh so much at that joke. That was amazing. Frito Pendejo. We just needed someone else called Cabron. Oh, we say Cabron all the time in Puerto Rico. Hey, Cabron. It's like idiocracy. The... <laughs> oh boy! But like, so we talked about the parallels. But what did it get wrong? Like uh, watching this, you're like, well, that's not, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, was it? I feel like healthcare won't decline that badly. I hope this one's for <laughs> Where your you mouth. Go this one's like for your ear. <laughs> this one's for your. And someone goes on your butt. Wait, no. It, it, <laughs> and then he washes his mouth <laughs> with Rondo. Oh, boy. What about yeah, you? What do you, think got, what do you think it got wrong? You know, that chair with the toilet in it? Because I always thought about that. I'm like, what if there's a chair that you never had to get up from? You could just poop right there. But that that's uncomfortable. You just gave me a very uncomfortable thought about Wally now. Like, I wonder if that was like a cut joke they had in mind. And they're like, nah, nah, oh, it's too I'm much. Sure. Disney's yeah. like, we're not going to go that far. Because like their chairs didn't have toilets in it. Yeah. But yeah, like, like we said, this movie walked so Wally could run. This was the prequel to Wally. This kind of is the prequel to Wally. Oh. It's the same exact hellscape. That the world of Wally gets into. Because, like, you know, Joe becomes president. He kind of, like, fixes the food crisis. 
by using water on the plants. I don't want those idiots building a rocket to, <laughs> to live off of. We have to get out of here. What was the what was the company? Biggie, Biggie Z Mart or something? I think so. I know there was Costco, which was really fun. Like law school at Costco. I went to Costco. I got in because my dad was a was an alum alumnus. I'm like, oh god, that's yeah. I like how both films also make fun of Costco. Yeah. As well. So this film has like um, a cult following, like we said in the beginning. You haven't seen this film. You are introduced to it through Reddit, which I think lends credence to its cult following. And then me recommending it to you, like, hey, let's watch Idiocracy, based on my memory of the film and how everyone talks about Idiocracy. Yeah. And yet, when you watch the film, it's like, oh, this movie sucks. I wouldn't say it quite sucks. I, I wrote it on my let every time I watch a film, I write it on my letterbox. And I think my specific thing for this one see if I can Letterbox at reshoot.com. Uh it's reshoot <laughs> underscore Hector if you want to follow me. But uh what was it? Half the comedy works and some of the societal stuff rings true, but man, it switches between preachy and not preachy enough like a pendulum about to fly. Such a weird <laughs> film. I like that. It's true. Yeah. Um, because, like, it, it definitely has a message. Clear as day, there is a message. And yet, it's wrapped in this, like, fart and dick joke movie. Yeah. And it's like, do I take this seriously? Or is this, like, a boner comedy? You can do both. There's a lot of... What's an example? I There was... Okay, so recently, Old Boy got re-released in cinemas. Yep. So I, Ed took me to go see it because I'd never seen it before. He'd seen it before. Uh, the movie does a very great job of balancing tones between being really funny and being what the fuck am I watching? And sometimes this, sometimes the gap is between seconds. <laughs> Or like Parasite, right? That movie is a comedy until it isn't. But right. like, it's, <laughs> it's like, you can do both. It, you just have to be skilled at writing. And yeah, I think Mike Judge, a good storyteller. I think Mike Judge can get, is there somewhat. I think also like, you know, studios also, I think yeah. studios in Amer Western studios tend to like fuck around more with the film and be like, no, you know. No, that's too far. Or like, we have to tone that down. We have to remove that joke. Mm -hmm, exactly. We should talk about this instead of that. Mm -hmm. We love this movie and the concept behind it, but what if it starred pirates instead? What? Which one are you talking about here? I'm just making up a movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'd watch that. But <laughs> Listen, it's about this futuristic society where everyone's stupid and like we have this average Joe. All right, hear me out. It actually takes place uh, with dinosaurs instead. Uh, what? <laughs> what instead of the future, them... it's the past. 65 million years in the past, actually. And let's get uh, Kylo Ren, that guy. The movie's called 65. Oh, I didn't see 65. <laughs> I, I listened to you talk about... I listened to Dog like, shit movie. Huh? Is it really? But I, I know stupid. you said it was, and I listened to the episode, and I was like, it Thank can't you. be that. Like, was it's it bad. just... Okay. You're better off not watching the movie. Don't watch the movie. 
Yeah, as soon as they said they didn't, they changed the dinosaurs from being real dinosaurs to being like made up dinosaurs. I'm like, that actually killed all the fun I had for this movie. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. But with idiocracy, ay ay ay. Like Mike Judge, he's funny. No, he's funny. I'm not saying he's, he's a, a bad funny writer. Guy. And I like think just needs to work on the tone, like the making that tone switch work. I think what he needs, and this is always my advice to every single writer, every single director, is that you should have somebody or a team that you could bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. Because like you can get only so far on your on your own, but if you can't do certain things, you enlist the help of people that could do that. Like he he's a really good social commentator. Like he can take things that are happening contemporary and put them into a, a narrative situation where it's funny but like he clearly has a problem with tone he has a lane he picks those lanes but like he has problem like doing a comedy that also has a poignant point to it that's probably why his tv shows do better because it's a whole writer's room right exactly and he also like i don't think he writes a lot of the show he just gives them the bible he may helps them with the beginning and then he just trusts them with the rest yeah so no i yeah, i agree with you yeah no Case man's in point he has a team it's like okay this is the idea oh those are great ideas team all right time for me to make a movie which i'm sure he gets a lot of fulfillments out of making films but like are you making this for yourself or are you making it for an audience? Because if you're making it for an audience, maybe you should have that same team make your films. Or help with your films. If you need help, just ask for it. No, oh, yeah. It's not that hard to ask for help. Unless you're me. No, no. <laughs> Unless you're Hector, who wants to do everything on his own. No, I'm just too shy to ask people for help. Am I no. talking about myself here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Mike Judge, I th- I think he's great, but I th- I think a couple more passes, this film would have been a lot better. They've been like, well, instead of using the word faggy, let's say something else. Yeah, that line. Like, was you know, that could wild. be homophobic. Even back then. Yeah, there was that South Park episode that also tackled the same thing, which is still holds up. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't. I I only watched like two seasons of South Park, and I don't know which one you're talking about. It was when, which also lives rent free in my head, is they're having a great time outside. Oh, we're having so much fun, and like a big group of Harley riders. Oh, that one <laughs> <laughs> comes barreling down the road. They're like, oh, what a bunch of fags. So then I think there was like a po- uh, a thing, like an advertisement billboard for like Harleys. And I forget who, but one of the boys like spray paints like go home fags or something like that. And the homosexual couples, um, Big Gay Al and I think Mr. Slave, see it. And they're like, I thought we were past this. And they get in <laughs> trouble. They have like a hearing with the town like, like, why... Are you calling people fags? Like, that's not right. Like, I'm a gay man. Am I a fag? And they're like, well, do you ride Harley? That ruins everybody's nice time. 
No, then you're not a fan. <laughs> so um, what you're saying is, if this Harley rider was also a homosexual, what would you call him? Well, then he's a gay fag. God, <laughs> is this so hard to comprehend? Huh. This is making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> I think they tried to tackle it again with the PC principal arc with the with the Arsler. What happened with that? I kind of stopped at a certain uh, point, they, and I'm trying okay, to catch so, up. I, I, this was like the time I watched it. So it, I, it's been years since I watched this. I might be remembering this wrong, but one of the kids uh, uses the word in the Arsler in the uh, in the newspaper or something. People's like, who'd say that? Like, you know, it's a terrible word. You shouldn't say. It. And it's the kid with the crutches who's like oh, really crippled. Uh, Jimmy. Tim, Jimmy. I was about to say Timmy. Yeah, Jimmy. And then he's Timmy's like, in the oh. wheelchair. And then he just like makes everyone, he's like, forget what I said. And he just leaves. <laughs> but like. <laughs> if anyone's allowed to use that word, it's Jimmy. I got called. Okay, so I work at a, uh, I used to work at an art studio for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. One of them for like their own disabilities and stuff like IDDs, right? One of them called me that at one point. She's like, that's the Retarded. word. And I, I'm just, I'm not saying it. And I'm just like, I was just like completely like, what do we, like, I didn't say anything. Luckily, then I was like, hey, we don't say that here. Your you never brain know who's going to. Blue screen. <laughs> yeah, I blue screen. So I'm like, what do I like do? Like, luckily it was like, the excuse was we don't say that works. It can hurt other people's feelings. So they've been called that, which was a smart way of handling it. I started doing that the next time she used it. But like. Man, that first one's just like a punch to the face, you know? <laughs> like, do you do? Hey, we don't use that word. It's going to hurt other people. Yeah. Did she say, that's retarded? I think <laughs> I think she did, actually. <laughs> I had to walk away for that one, but <laughs> to not laugh at her, to not laugh at her or encourage her. <laughs> but like, the first one was a punch. She's that second was like a laugh. But yeah, no, it was, oh, man. That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Like, hearing it in a film, and it's supposed to be, like, a comedy punchline, I'm like, um, maybe we could have rephrased that a little bit. The only movie that I've seen recently where it works still is Whiplash. I haven't seen that. You've never seen Whiplash? I know. Oh, my. Okay, well, I I I didn't see the prequel Crash or the prequel Drive. I haven't seen Drive, Crash, or Whiplash. So... I didn't see that. Well, no, I've seen Drive. I've I haven't seen, seen Drive. the first film of the series. I didn't see Crash or Whiplash. I know I need to complete the trilogy. Yeah. No, uh, Whiplash is really yeah. good. So, like, j- so small spoiler. I think that the whole thing with those kind of jokes is depending on who uses them and how you use them, you can completely get a pass, right? Like, look at, like, that movie, Whiplash. The guy who's saying all those terrible things is a terrible person, and it the movie doesn't frame it as okay. Uh, right, because it's the narrator of this film saying that, like, objectively, like, because he talked this way, he sounded faggy. It's, it's like, yeah, oh. it's always <laughs> funny. It's not the characters in the future saying it like, you sound faggy. That's that's difference. It's the narrator objectively saying he sounds like this. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then you've got weird. Or it's always sunny, right? Charlie Day has said the N word in that show twice. Hard R gotten away with it and it wasn't it was like first episode and like second the n-word pass it's charlie day it's charlie day but no (laughs) well the characters and idiots exactly well they're all are that's the reason that the show is allowed to do it because it's like they're idiots they're not clearly in the right 
Like they did blackface twice, and each time it led to them fighting about whether or not blackface was okay to do. No, have you never seen It's Always Sunny, Armand? No, I've I've seen. I I don't watch it religiously. Oh, I've watched every episode. The first episode, the pilot, it's like the gang gets racist or something. Yes, that was it. That was the first time okay. Charlie uses the N word. Second time was. <laughs> I think it's Mac comes out. It's like one of the later episodes and they're at a judge. They're doing a little court proceeding thing to figure out who gets the money due to like a lawsuit or something. And like when Charlie says it about well, like, where's that on? Okay. He says it. And the judge behind him is like black. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, sorry, just really off the fence there, but just like, I don't know. It depends on the context. And I don't think yes. this movie does fully get no. away with it no no it's it's context and intent and like you can't really tell because i i've you know just watching this just to watch it i'm like i don't know the intent in which they're saying this i can't tell and it's it's just it's just strange hector it is it's just strange so hector we're at the end of the show I have a few questions to get off the fence on. No, please. About this film. Are you ready? Oh, yes. So my first question is, is the film's portrayal of a future society overly pessimistic or does it reflect genuine concerns about societal trends? I think a movie can be both. And I think this movie is both. Because there's some parts where it's like, yeah, they're hamming it up for comedy. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a little pessimistic just to kind of make those people who are, you know, feel smarter than they are, you know, like, r slash I'm very smart, you know, be like, <laughs> yes, this movie understands me, peasants, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, like, there are moments where, like, the joke stops and it, like, when he's, like, about to be arrested and killed, when he's getting arrested and killed in the monster truck rally and he's like, they should just read a book. This is my fault. Stuff, you know, I think right. that was, like, the movie kind of showing its hand and being like, please let's get better about all this. It's in the framework of like pessimistic where it's like average Joe from our time, fish out of water where everyone's stupid. And it's like, you know, corporations run amok. Taco Bell is the government. They're using Gatorade for to water plants. The president is a WWF wrestler and porn star don't forget he was a porn star <laughs> extra like, relevant considering uh trump's uh wife i guess is the closest thing we've got oh so far. yeah yeah not that she was and, she and wasn't a porn i don't think she was a porn, porn star but she was like a playboy model it's kind of it's different not and not shaming sex workers i'm just saying it's just a you're funny sa- parallel shaming sex workers i'm not trying to shame <laughs> sex workers <laughs> it's just like a funny parallel they're very lovely people hector they're sure doing, they doing the Lord's work. They're very nice people. Anyways, like, even though it has, like, the framework of, like, super pessimism, I think it does, in a roundabout way, uh, highlight some concerns about where we're heading. Because, like, we've been talking over an hour, and yet most of this conversation was like, you know, um, you know, with TikTok and, like, reels and, like, social media – there is a genuine concern and we don't really have an answer for it. The answer is like, just turn your phone off. Well, that's kind of hard when people are already addicted to it. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, stop using drugs to a drug addict. It's like, that's not going to work. 
So I, I think this inspires people to like, okay, we need to come up with a solution sooner rather than later about how to deal with like us potentially devolving into this brave new world hellscape where like our dopamine receptors are completely fried out because like we're seeing everything that we want to see right now on demand paying money yeah funny enough i think video games are of all the media like the ones that you don't always have to wait the most games yeah, video games at times. I mean, there's loot boxes. There's like crate. There's like season passes, but those are meant to force you to play the game, and people aren't even having fun doing them. Microtransactions. To play the game more, you need to pay, pay money. More. Yeah, because you could just wait. That's true. But that's no fun. I don't play phone. It's games only a often, dollar. Though. I don't play phone games ever, though. So I forget that. That's a good point. It doesn't really happen with console games. Eh, if your if your name's Blizzard. No. <laughs> Diablo. I was thinking Overwatch. I don't play. I I used to play Overwatch. I don't play uh, Diablo though. Is it? I heard the last patch was kind of that way, though. Um. Yeah, I heard there was some drama, but I'll have to look into. I I play. I haven't. You poor soul. Uh, I mean, I've been playing Diablo since I was ten. I mean, that's fair. I get it. Yeah, it's fun. But anyways, um. Yeah, I think there are some genuine concerns that could be raised from this film. So my next question for you, has the film's satire become more relevant as time passed? Or have we moved away from the themes it presents? Bits and pieces. I think in general it does, but I don't think the commentary it tries to provide kind of hits the mark anymore with how the world's changed through social media and other technology. I think... Yeah, I think, though, like, with education especially, that's the part where it rings through the most. How so? Well, like I, I said earlier, like, you know, schools are being defunded. Yeah. Like, libraries are being turned. Like, was it – you looked up the article. What what state was it? Texas. Of course, it's Texas. Tejas. Tejas. Um, Texas is turning, is turning libraries into punishment centers when it's like, just let them learn. Read. Make them read. That's punishment enough for a lot of kids. Just make them read. But I want to watch YouTube. Oh, God. I want to be on Reels. I know talk. you're. I I know you're joking. You hit an actual fucking nerve with some people. I know. <laughs> I need my phone. I need it. Where the yeah. fuck is my phone? <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not. It's this elephant in the room that no one's talking about. It's people doom scrolling. People on their phone. Okay, so do you think the film's portrayal of the relationship between intelligence and fertility adds to a satirical impact, or does it go too far? We kind of touched upon this. Yeah, we did. I think... I mean... Get off the fence. I'm trying to find the words carefully here. I do want to get the message through. I don't want to say something that doesn't come across right. I think to a degree it does. Like a lot of people aren't careful enough because they're not thinking about the consequences. And that's something that happens. Yep. But I don't think the films is, I mean, the films is satire. So it's going to overblow it for, Oh shit. I thought you were on the pill. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't on the pill. Yeah. No, no, that's my guess. It's like, 
I think it somewhat lands, but also it goes, it's satire. So it's, but the movie also, I think, takes itself too seriously to be fully good satire, like the good satire. A nuanced satire doesn't go overboard with its humor Mm -hmm. or it doesn't pick the low hanging fruits. And this film picks the low hanging fruit. Ah, my balls. No. <laughs> I loved you in that film. Oh my god, it's you. Yep. And then he kicks him in the, in balls. the balls. Well, he just said low hanging fruit. I couldn't resist. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Zach Braff is in this film. Wait, Zach no, Braff. Wait, no, not that's not Zach Braff. I always get them confused. Zach, but Dax Shepard is in this film. Yeah. No, I knew it was Dax Shepard. He was uh, Frito. Yes, he was Frito. Watching out my balls. You're that guy. Oh, and like he talks with a speech impediment the whole movie. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Do you think he looks fondly back at this film? No. Probably not. I don't know that. He's like, I I need a paycheck. I mean, I get I I guess Maya Rudolph look back on this film fondly. Luke Wilson. Do you think all these people look back on this project and be like, that was a good decision? Maybe. I I feel like maybe, but it's like yeah, I don't know. It was pretty pretty bad. <laughs> so my final question: Would you recommend this film to a friend? If I not a friend, <laughs> no. If I hate someone or I want them to get the message and something, or I feel like they're being like my favorite part was all ow my balls. <laughs> that was the best part. Like if uh shit man, see that guy's ass. Yeah, if I ever hey Cletus, if I ever uh, piss off, if someone ever pisses me off, I'll say, hey man, here's a good movie to watch. It gets hold on till the three fourths, and then it makes sense, and it never does. Just to fuck with them. Tell Ed, huh? Oh Tell come Ed. on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you just have to get through the first two parts, but at the end. Oh my god! You'd be like, an, this is a, a hidden gem. The thing is, he and I ha- all both have like a pretty stupid sense of humor too. Like, we watched a movie called The Last Lovecraft, right? That's actually a movie I, rec- I was going to recommend you after this episode, Armand. Oh, okay, it's it's like a bro comedy that they don't really make anymore. You know, that kind of like dude comedy. So Ruthie was trying to mess with us because we had like a period where we we're just messing with each other and making each other watch films for the podcast. Yeah, and uh, it was really like other than like a few jokes, it was really really good funny like it's that good stupid humor ruthie on the other hand did not like it even though it was her recommendation it blew up in her face let's watch this movie oh mistake yeah i'm like, oh, angry <laughs> she looked she was turning to me at the scene i think i mentioned during this the sex slash shotgun scene and then she just looks at me like what are do you want to know the worst part armand what so give me a second while I grab something. Uh, my birthday was like a few months ago, and my mother-in-law knows how much I love Nick Cage films. Give me a second. She got me a Nick Cage movie collection. Guess which one's on the thing? Oh, my God. It's Drive Angry. I've seen Drive Angry. I saw, I saw Knowing already. I saw Lord of War, actually. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. Uh, all that's left on the list is uh, Joe, which I've heard's really good. Bangkok Dangerous, which I've never heard a thing about. So, uh, and uh, Deadfall, which I've also never heard about. Have you seen the unbearable weight of massive talent? I saw it. Uh, I've seen it twice. It's a pretty Great fun movie. Film. 
the second half is weaker, and I know why. The movie explains why it has to be weaker on purpose. Yep. Which is, like, the most foolproof writing I've seen in a long time. Still wish it just stuck to the talking a lot. It was just, the bromance was fun. Yeah, they had they had to put in some BS plot to have a movie, but honestly, we weren't all there for that. Yeah, no. If I could have one, if I could fix one thing in that movie, is, you know, the joke when they're, like, they think they're on acid and they think those two older guys are following them? Yeah. When the shootout happens, those two old guys pop up to shoot them. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... Yeah, I felt like it was, it was leading to some sort of punchline like that, but... Yeah. It didn't. Okay. I, I did you say you would oh yeah you would recommend this as a as a punishment i would not recommend this movie period <laughs> like i would say like go on youtube type in idiocracy clip and then watch those clips yeah and that's it don't watch this movie like i could see why this film didn't perform very well and i could see why it didn't get a wide release it's not that good of a movie the theater, I think the studio throttled it on purpose because of how it depicted a lot of brands. I'm reading that. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. They, I think they had it in storage Carl's for almost Jr. a year because they're like, Damn. we don't know what, when to release or what to do with this movie that we paid for, which is. What do we do with this movie? Like, like, this would totally be like a Netflix movie if it was made today. Oh, for sure. It would have got dumped on Netflix or Hulu. I feel like Hulu has a little higher prestige than Netflix a lot of times. <laughs> okay, I've just... been on Tubi. Tubi. Um, oh, what's the other one? Tubi, Pluto. Pluto. Yeah. Tubi and Pluto are making original content now. Are they really? Oh no, yes. I didn't know about Pluto. Yeah, there was that one line that got really popular because some guy's like, "My dick's been paying for all this, all for your lifestyle," because he's been. This man's been secretly being a prostitute for women, yeah. and his hides it from his wife. So he, at the line, when she finds out, he's like, "You haven't come back or stay hard, man. Stay hard. I'm paying. For, my dick pays for your lifestyle." And it's like <laughs> the funniest thing I've seen in a while. Oh my god! Oh my god, Hector! Yeah, it's always a blast when you come on here. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. We we've went on tangents I can't even comprehend right now. Oh yeah, My have fun editing. Have fun editing this episode, Armand. <laughs> oh, I will. You're gonna have fun listening to it. Oh, I'm sure I will. All right, Hector. We're at the end of the road, do you have any final thoughts uh, about Idiocracy before we take off? Man, just just either one or two more passes from Mike Judge or. Have like the the uh, what's a really good satirical movie that's come out recently, other than Parasite? Have um, Black the Mirror. Menu. The Menu. Have the guys from The Menu or Black Mirror? Actually, no. I want the Menu guys. I want the Menu guys to have a shot at rebooting the movie. Yeah, they're un- they were Onion writers. There's no one more perfect. Oh my God, There's no yes. one. That's a good point. There's no. When saying the menu, there's no one more perfect to handle this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. The onion can fund it. <laughs> Honestly, it could be Onion Pictures presents Idiocracy, and like the first like thirty seconds is just like a picture of someone's ass. <laughs> 
a good callback for the original audience and then just yes. never speak of it. And like the film like pans out from there. It's like a movie theater and everyone's watching like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I love this movie. This is better than ass two. There you go. Perfect. People be like, I remember. I stood and up I and I clapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Hector. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank it you so fun. much. Where can people find you? I won't fuck up the thing this time, like last time. Most social, most uh, podcast listening platforms, Spotify, Apple, a bunch of others. We're even on Amazon Music, I think. Nice. Uh, yeah. Reshoot. Reshoot. We take movies that we like we dislike or in between and we make them as ed says objectively better <laughs> yeah i was on one of your shows uh minority reports you were on two of them it was minority report and oh, uh boy. i don't even remember <laughs> that was the second one minority report was the more fun one. Oh no we, uh i can't remember what was the other one you picked the second one and then we oh it was uh what's the one about uh gadiga Oh yeah, Gattaca. Yeah, because we were all surprised because we all loved it, and you you didn't like it, and that was I didn't like, like it at all. I thought it was crap. No, that's fine, but it, it definitely took up a. It definitely like added a new angle for the rest of the episode of like, why did you not like this film? <laughs> I, I thought it wasn't made very well. I didn't like it, and I explained you know what you why. Should do? What you should come on to our podcast again sometime. Fix and do another sci-fi movie like I was gonna Gattaca say idiocracy. And... I was gonna say idiocracy, but if you have another sci-fi movie you want to do, I'll come up with a good one. Yeah, no, come by. I want in line with Minority Report and Gattaca. I'll I'll think of something good. I'll I'll come at you guys. Actually, I might have one. All right, but I'll I'll brainstorm if I find something better. Yeah, for sure. Always welcome. All right, brother, you ready to close this out? Oh, I'm ready to close it out. Thank you so much, Hector. This was a lot of fun. And to everyone listening, stop that scroll. Spend more time watching. Very relevant, given this conversation. <laughs> All right, see you. Bye. That's it for this time on The Syndicate. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Keep the conversation going by adding us on Instagram and letterboxed at syndicate. Or join the Discord server where you can catch Armand along other podcasters and listeners at syndicate.com slash discord. And until next time, stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Goodbye. <laughs>